Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to cars.com. It's magical. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Grizzly Bear Bets podcast on the Grizzly Bear Blues Podcast Network. I'm your host, Chase Bobbitt. Today is Sunday, November 13th, 2022, and I am back for episode 16 of the podcast. I want to say a huge thank you to Matthew Gill for holding down the fort Friday night for the game against the Minnesota Timberwolves. He was hot with the picks, did a great job, handed out a lot of winners. We'll get to that in a second. And the Grizzlies ended up beating the Minnesota Timberwolves 114 to 103. So, like I said, quick recap of that game: how Matthew did on his picks. Then we'll get into the game tonight, which is against the Washington Wizards in the nation's capital. Spread is currently set at Grizzlies plus one. Over under is at 218. So, thank you guys again for the consistent support. It's been awesome to see throughout the 16 episodes of the podcast so far. And as always, I'm not legally or financially responsible for any bets that you guys place and all the odds for this podcast are brought to you by DraftKings. So without further ado, we'll look at Matthew's picks from Thursday or sorry, from Friday, see how he did and then get into the game. So as I said, the game finished Memphis 114, Minnesota 103. Grizzlies covered the minus four spread and the under 234 and a half hit very easily. So First off, Matthew was very sharp on that under 234.5. Um, very high over under no matter who's playing, but obviously with the history of these two teams and how exciting the playoff series was with the offensive firepower, especially that the Timberwolves have on their squad, you'd think that they'd be able to score a lot more points at 103, but Grizzlies played good defense, neutralized pretty much anyone but Anthony Edwards for the night, and they got under that 234.5 mark with very easily. Um, Carl Anthony Towns over eight and a half boards was another one that Matthew was very confident in that hit very easily. He had 10 on the night and then Grizzlies first quarter kind of been the theme of the podcast so far this season, just how well the Grizzlies play in the first quarter. So Grizzlies minus one and a half first quarter, as well as Grizzlies first quarter money line with the full game money line hit very easily. I think the Grizzlies, I believe it was 33 30 at the end of the first quarter. So Covered that spread, and then obviously covered the money line as well there. Desmond Bain's assist kept going up. We've been at it when it was at 2.5. We talked about it when it was at 3.5. It was listed at 4.5 for the game against the Timberwolves, and Matthew called it. I probably wouldn't have done it myself. He said he liked it at 5. It was getting plus money, and or like it over 4.5, so for him to get at least 5, and he did just that. He got 5 assists on the night. Cashed that over four and a half assists. And then he also cashed his over points, rebounds, assists, which was listed at 31 and a half. And Bain finished with 32. So just squeaked by with that. And overall, a great night. I know he had Anthony Edwards 
under 22.5 points, and this was the first time. And I would have done the same thing because Anthony Edwards has been nowhere near what we expected him to be up to this point with the body language. And, you know, we've all seen the clip of him with his hands on his on his hips uh, in the middle of a play and just all the dysfunctional things going on without the Timberwolves right now. I would have gone the same way. So overall, again, Matthew did a great job. I really appreciate the help there. Um, and then also we'll have some people step in. I believe he'll do another podcast later in the week. Um from Thursday to Monday, I'll be out in Jamaica, so I will not be recording. So we'll have some people fill in there as well. I did not get to tweet a play of the game for that night. Um, just got caught up with everything with the wedding, uh, understandably. So I will give two play of the games tonight to make up for that and to get the record back to where it should be. So looking at tonight, we're looking at the Grizzlies in Washington against the Wizards. Plus one, we saw these two teams play a week ago to the day. Um, Grizzlies defeated the Wizards 103 to 97. Washington covered the plus nine spread that it was that night, and then obviously the under hit because that was barely that that game got to 200 points. So under hit there. That game was in Memphis, and Desmond Bain and John Morant did play in that game, which is the big news for tonight. Both those players are listed as doubtful for the game. Um, more than anything, just rest. Nothing crazy on either of their ends in terms of injuries, but we will be without both those players tonight. And then Washington, just like they were last week, are without Bradley Beal. So that's the injury news there. Besides that, same guys, Jaron Jackson Jr., Zaire Williams, um, Danny Green for the Gri- for the Grizzlies, and then I believe Taj Gibson will also be out for the Washington Wizards, who at this point, if that means anything to you, take that what you will, but I don't think that impacts anything at all. So Grizzlies plus one. Looking at that, Washington is 7-5-1 against the spread. They played last Sunday. As I mentioned, the Wizards are on a three-game win streak since that game. They beat Charlotte Hornets, the Dallas Mavericks, and the Utah Jazz. They were a dog in all three of those games. And then obviously, due to that fact, they covered in all three of the games since they won them all outright. Um, Grizzlies, we saw, struggled against the Wizards probably a lot more than they should have in that game last Sunday. With John Morant and Desmond Bain in the lineup, so the Wizards covered the plus nine, and Gr- Wizards as a home dog are two and one this season, so far this year. Grizzlies last stat when it comes to this spread have not covered in seven of their last eight road games. So, with all that being said, the fact that the Wizards are just without Bradley Beal, who again they're on a win streak without, how well they played without him. With with John Moran and Desmond Bain in the lineup last Sunday, I really do like the Washington Wizards here plus one. Or sorry, Washington Wizards minus one here, and the Grizzlies plus one will not be the play for tonight. So I really like, unfortunately, Washington to win this game by, you know, four or five points at the minimum. Um, I think it just may be, may be a little bit too much for the Grizzlies without Ja and Bain. If you have one of the two, I think they win handedly, but. With both out, I think it's going to be a struggle tonight for the Grizzlies to cover that spread. Uh, Over-under at 218. The over is 2-1 and one in the last three games that the Wizards played since these two played. So the three games last week, the Wizards over is 2-1 and one in those. Last eight home games against Western Conference teams have gone over for the Washington Wizards. And without the Stars on both sides, I think the ball will move around a lot more, lead to some more open shots. So... 218, we looked at the over-under last game, was 224. Obviously didn't hit. The game barely got to 200. I like the over here at 218. That's just one of those plays that it doesn't make sense, so you take it. 
Um, you see that a lot more than you probably would expect in the betting world, but 218 is low for an NBA game, especially one that includes the Memphis Grizzlies. So even without those guys, if anything, it's kind of plug-and-play system and get some open shots um, and cover that 218. It's not a ton of points. So I like that. So that is the over-under and the spread. Um, Santi Aldama over 12.5 is my next play, my first prop. He had 12 last game. More offensive load with those players out. I think Santi's been great this year, and he's continuously trying to build that resume for when Jaron Jackson Jr. comes out and make the case to get rotational minutes towards the end of the season. So I like Santi to have a big game here. Over 12.5, I don't think it's too much to ask without Ja Morant and Desmond Bain in the lineup. He had four last game against the Wizards, so he did not have a good game. One of his worst games of the season. But without Bain, as I said, a lot more is going to open up for Santi, and I think Santi can get to 12.5 points relatively easily. Um, next play, which is one of my two play of the games, and I will say both of my play of the games happen to be Washington Wizard player props, just the way that it works tonight. Um, Kyle Kuzma over 19.5 points. He hurt me the last game. I was big on Kyle Kuzma in the game in Memphis. He only had 12 points in that game. Since then, he's averaging 26.3 points per game in those three games, including a 36-point game against the Dallas Mavericks. This is the most points of his career currently, averaging 19.1 points per game. At home, he is averaging 22.3 points per game. So he's been almost three points better at home. No Bradley Beal. This is a great spot for Kyle Kuzma to keep going on his 20 plus points a game streak. So I like Kyle Kuzma a lot at 19 and a half. That's my first play of the game of the night. Looking at a player prop, not a play of the game. Dylan Brooks over two and a half threes. Again, no John Morant, no Desmond Bain. Des, uh, Dylan Brooks is going to have the ultimate green light tonight to just basically jack up shots at will. He's shooting the best three-point percentage of his career currently at 39.6% at 5.3 a game. Um, the game without John Morant that we saw them play against the Jazz, the first game against the Jazz about two, three weeks ago, he had four threes in that game, finished with 30 points. Desmond Bain did play in that game, so we won't really have any indication of what it's like with both of those out, but more shots is what it's going to be. So Dylan Brooks over two and a half threes I like a lot. His shot looks a lot smoother than it has in the past. And again, this is one of those games that Dylan's going to have to be aggressive, and I don't mind him to be, and I expect a big performance from Dylan tonight in the game. Um, speaking of a backup, or speaking of the backup of John Morant, who's going to play a massive role in this game, Tyus Jones, my opinion, best backup point guard in the NBA. That's why he was re-signed by the Grizzlies for situations just like this. Over 7.5 assists, I like a lot. The game without John Morant against the Utah Jazz earlier this year, we saw 10 assists from Tyus Jones. He's averaging almost four a game this season with the numbers being severely inflated tonight because he'll be running everything and playing probably almost double the amount of minutes that we normally see from him. I really like that over 7.5 mark because he has to be the main creator or really the only creator on this offense because you're not going to get it from a lot of other places. So Tyus Jones over 7.5 assists is my next play. Going into the next play of the game, so second one of the night. Again, I said I have two Washington Wizard players for the play of the game, and then this is actually the last prop of the day. Getting a quick uh, podcast out quick because I know it's an early tip tonight, 5 p.m. in Memphis, so I just want to give you guys some plays real quick unless you go on without your day. Kristaps Porzingis over 1.53s is my second play of the game. He only had one in the game against the Grizzlies last time out, which was actually the first basket of the game. He hit a deep three from the top of the key. 
Um, he hit four last game against the Utah Jazz the other night, and he's taking 5.4 a game, making just under two threes a game so far this season. But at home, similar to Kyle Kuzma, he does play much better. He's averaging 2.5 a game at home this season. And last season against Memphis, he played them twice. He averaged two threes a game in those two meetings. So I like Porzingis to hit two threes without Bradley Beal also makes a difference. He'll get more shots. He's playing very well this season, actually, averaging over 20 points per game. So those are the plays for tonight. I appreciate everyone who's listening, everyone who has supported the podcast. As always, make sure to follow the Twitter at GrizzBearBets. Make sure to follow my personal Twitter at ChaseBobbin9. And also make sure to follow the Grizzly Bear Blues Twitter at SBN Grizzlies. The website, www.grizzlybearblues.com for a bunch of great written content. And then also make sure to check out all of the podcasts on the podcast feed for the Grizzly Bear Blues. So thank you again to Matthew for covering on Friday. Thank you to all the listeners who have been there since day one. The support means a lot, and we'll be back on Tuesday for the game in New Orleans against the New Orleans Pelicans. So I'll see you guys then. Have a good one.